Hello and welcome to today's podcast in the Twin Flame series. My name is Amber. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki practitioner, master teacher and healer and a shamanic practitioner. That's sacredspacehealing.org. My work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose work and sacred union work. And I also provide intuitive readings. That's sacredspacehealing.org, all one word. So today in the Twin Flame series, um, we're going to look at mirroring. Um, As many of you know, those that have worked with me, those that have listened to my podcasts, I'm not mad keen on the phrase Twin Flame. I much prefer Sacred Union, Divine Counterpart, Highest Soul Union and so on, because I feel that there is a lower frequency attached to the words Twin Flame. But for ease, that's that's the phrasing that we're going to use uh, in these podcasts and today. So mirroring. Um, At its essence, it works like this. This is a very simple exercise that you can do when you feel that you are in an out-of-alignment, funky state with your divine counterpart, with your beloved, or with anyone in your life. So you don't like the way they're behaving. You know, um, you don't like the fact that your beloved never... Let's think of some scenarios. Never returns your phone calls um, within a number of days, or um, they're not very affectionate with you, or you don't like that they use drugs, or they drink too much, or you don't like that they're not faithful to you. Um, you don't like their relationship with God or their lack of relationship with God. Um, you there's something about them you don't like. Basically, you don't like how they're treating you, or you just don't like something that they do. And what we tend to do, which is human nature to some extent, is we try and fix the other. So we get irate. I don't like this thing that you do. I don't like that you never return my calls. I don't like that you drink. I don't like that you you know, cheat on me, whatever. And we try and change it. We get annoyed about it because we don't like it. And we try and change it in the other. And that can come across as us trying to fix them, mend them, criticize them, judge them. Um, it's a naggy, horrible, icky energy. Um, I've been on the receiving end of it. Someone thought that they were my, in inverted commas, twin flame. And they spent years trying to change me. Every single, pretty much every interaction I ever had with them, whether it was face-to-face or on email, was about telling me what was wrong with me. This is what is wrong with you, I would be told again and again. This is what's wrong with you, Amber. This is what you need to change. This is what you need to do. Have you read this book? Have you listened to this meditation? This is what's wrong with you. And, you know, initially at first, when I felt this was a a developing friendship I thought okay I'll go along with some of these suggestions and then as this person was declaring their perceived love to me that I was there to inflame and still trying to change me that's when I was completely repulsed by them I was just completely like you can't be my beloved because if you were my beloved you would accept me unconditionally they would you would redirect me but you wouldn't try and change me you wouldn't try and fix me So I think there's two aspects to this. If there is someone in your life that you feel is your beloved, your sacred union um, partner, your divine counterpart, your twin flame, and you're trying to change and fix them, I think you need to ask yourself, do you really feel, do you really truly in your heart, in your soul, believe that this person is your true twin flame? Because there is an unconditionality that comes through when we meet our true twin flame that it doesn't really matter what they're doing. We still love them unconditionally and we refrain from trying to fix them too much. So if you're really invested in trying to fix this person and change them, ask yourself, are they really your twin flame? Now, maybe they are, in which case the other scenario is that you're so fixated on trying to fix them that you are so out of alignment with unconditional love and with God's spirit universe and you're so out of alignment with yourself 
And ultimately, the one thing that you're not doing is trying to heal yourself. It's trying to make yourself the best possible version of yourself that you can be. So you're deflecting, you're projecting, right? And projecting is basically like how I see it projecting amongst with anyone but projecting especially with our beloved is we're literally looking in a mirror and we're going oh this is what's wrong with you and that's what's wrong with you but really all that we're seeing in the other person is what is in us that we are unhappy with or that we haven't even looked at so mirroring works with if there's a habit uh, uh, an action a behavior about your divine counterpart that you do not like you ask yourself where does that sit in me now often the Often the response that I get to this, I get lots of very resistant responses to this, is no, it doesn't sit in me because they're off doing drugs and they're drinking and they're sleeping with other partners and I'm not doing that. But we have to look at it in a bigger context. So, for example, I have talked about the energetic frequency of alcohol in um, other podcasts and there are podcasts out there, I'm, I'm sure that I have done or will do, depending on when you listen to this, on drugs and alcohol and the spiritual significance of that. But at its simplest level, drugs and alcohol addictions of any kind are about numbing out and escape. So if you're looking at the other and going, well, they are addicted to pornography, sex, um, drugs, alcohol, food, whatever it is, they are on some level numbing out and choosing to not be present and looking to escape. Now, maybe you don't have those same addictions. Maybe you're not doing those things, but possibly you're doing it in other ways. Other ways that we can numb out and escape are through spirituality, through um, the lifestyle that we might lead. Maybe you lead a very healthy lifestyle, but actually that's a way of numbing out and escaping. It's a way of, of purging yourself from what you think is tainted. I often see this in spiritual circles. I have, must be in the light. I must be in the light. And this complete kind of aversion to be around other people that we feel are of a lower frequency, to not want to engage in the world. And that's not healthy. And the, 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 the twin flame union is about balance. So it's not balanced to just want to stay in the light the whole time. You know, to spend our entire time with the sun shining is not balanced. We do need night time. And it's the same thing in, in any dynamic. We need to be able to be in both worlds. So it's to ask yourself, it's to look at the bigger picture. If this person is escaping in some way, numbing out, how am I doing that also? Um, if there's other behaviours about them that you don't like, they're inconsistent or they, they're a bad timekeeper or they, you feel that they don't respect you or you feel they don't respect themselves or they're bad with money or whatever it is, it's to ask yourself, where does that sit in me? You know, and as to and as to use bigger terms. So you might say, oh, I hate the fact that, that this person's always in debt. And maybe you're not in debt. Maybe you're financially very well off. But the question to ask yourself is, well, where am I indebted? Where do I feel lacking, impoverished in my life? Where do I feel needy, like a pauper in my life? And how can I bring healing to that aspect of myself or to those stories or to those memories or to those fragmented selves that are within me? So there, there, is, a, there is a bigger arc in which we look at this. And then how the mirroring goes is um, I'm really annoyed at so-and-so for always being in debt. I'm really annoyed at myself for always being in debt. Does that statement feel true to you? Do you feel that you are annoyed at yourself for always being in debt? Well, maybe it would be more true to say, Oh, I'm annoyed at myself for feeling um, indebted or for feeling impoverished or for feeling I don't have enough, that I never have enough. And if there feels like there's a truth to that statement, you then take it to the next level. 
I'm annoyed at feeling that I never have enough spiritually or that God never gives me enough. God's spirit universe never gives me enough. That somehow I am being uh, starved by God's spirit universe. Somehow my supply, my endless supply is, isn't endless. It ends. And so then you can see that the disconnect is actually within you and God's spirit universe. And that's where you need to start doing the healing work. Um, to bring healing to that part of you that feels you never have enough, to bring healing to that aspect of your relationship with God's spirit universe that feels you're never given enough, enough opportunities, enough love, enough of whatever. Um, So that's just one example of how you would use the mirror, the mirroring, if you like, in this dynamic. Um, Say it was with drugs and alcohol or, you know, any kind of addictive behaviour. I'm annoyed that... My divine counterpart uses addictive behavior or is an addict. I'm angry that my beloved is an addict. I'm angry at myself for being an addict. And you might sit with that and go, well, I don't feel like an addict. But then you can look at all your addictive behaviors. Oh, I'm angry at myself for being addicted to spirituality, for being addicted to, uh, I don't know, uh, superfoods, for being addicted to going to the gym. Um... I'm annoyed, I'm disappointed in myself for feeling addicted to my spiritual connection, for feeling um, uh, that I'm without in some way. Whatever it is, whatever the words start to resonate for you, and then working through that, giving healing to the addicted part of yourself. Now, in shamanism, addiction is often seen as trying to get closer to God. You know, we're drowning in the spirits for alcohol um, but also drugs um, are a way to get closer to God closer to a higher consciousness so if you see that your beloved is doing that they're trying to get closer to God are you trying to get closer to God Um, you might already feel you have an incredibly close connection to God but maybe you don't you know maybe you're still trying in your spiritual practice with your crystals with your mala beads with your yoga practice with your healthy eating with your workshop attendance I don't know so it, it really is a very expansive way of looking at things. But my feeling is that as we look at things in that way, we come out of blaming and judgment and we just go deeper and deeper into, into self-healing, into really coming to better understand ourselves. And in that lies the greatest healing. And as you come to better understand yourself and do that in a work, you transform. And as you transform, your beloved transforms also. They have to transform if they're, they're a part of you. Right, if you're connected on the soul level, if they're not transforming, it's a really good indicator that they're probably not your divine counterpart, if or that you're missing out some really key stuff that you need to look at. So there's never a black and white answer, but it's all exploration. If any of this resonates with you, then the sacred union work is where I go much, much deeper in this and actually look at what is going on for you specifically and what is being mirrored to you specifically. And you can find information on that on the website, which is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you are on your journey, I wish you much joy and abundance. Until the next time, so it is and so it shall be.